The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect that of I Am Belitcast. Enjoy the show! Well, hello there! Welcome to Reading with R. Welcome to a brand new episode and I am really sorry this episode is coming late, but... I was writing exams, my last exams as an undergraduate, so yeah, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, it was a long journey, but it has come to an end as all journeys are bound to. Um, I know this is not that type of podcast where I tell you about my life, but I feel like this is such a huge change and I need to talk about it. Because, as I said, it's the end of a chapter. A new chapter is beginning, new people, new things, and yeah. So, please say a prayer for me. Thank you. So, um, last episode, the choices were Aisha at last, Hannah Khan carries on, and the invisible life of Adi Leroux. And Jazakallah thank you. Kau shout out to my uncle Aluna Baige who voted on the last episode he wanted the invisible life of Adilu. Unfortunately I'm going to deviate a little. That will have to wait until next month. The reason for that is um due to said exams, I haven't been reading as much. So I should have reread The Invisible Life of Adi LaRue as I do all the books that I review. I reread them before reviewing them. So I didn't get to read it. But the book that I was reading, Sophia Khan is Not Obliged by Aisha Malik, had such an impact on me. I was so pumped. The book made me so happy that I felt like it deserved an episode. So yes. This episode, we're talking about Sophia Khan is not obliged by Aisha Malik. Okay, so you know, usually my compliments about a book um, usually go something like it's a well written book, yada yada yada. That's about the style of the writing. Well, this one carries a bit more magic the story pulled me in and I wanted to stay in Sophia's world. I did not want to emerge from my blanket and I had a very, very cozy setting for reading it. It had just trained, I was under the blanket and I finished it up. I was like, no, I don't want to emerge. I don't want to join the real world because in the real world, I have to come out deal with real life problems you know like we all have but i wanted to stay in sophia's world so i did what i usually do with authors whose books i liked i googled her and i was over the moon when i found out that the book has a sequel in fact i was so excited that i took a page out of my younger sister's book my younger sister um, her name is Hawahala. She is obsessed with emailing authors. She looks them up, emails them, and sometimes they actually do reply her. So I don't know what got into me, but yesterday I sent her a very long message on Twitter about how much I loved her book and how much I am looking forward to reading the sequel. 
a bit irrational and spontaneous i know but it was that good trust me it was that good in fact i found it so good that i am not going to give spoilers like this is one of the hardest things that i have ever done try to talk about a book without giving spoilers but i want you to read the book hence the lack of spoilers but i'll just give a brief overview so sofia khan is a 30 year old muslim woman living in london she works in publishing she's a book publicist and she isn't married she is of pakistani um descent and she isn't married now i am not pakistani obviously i am nigerian but i am muslim and she's also muslim so as i have noticed our cultures even though we're from very different continents asia africa our cultures are a bit similar uh, in the way that parents think that it's a taboo that their kids reach 30 without getting married and they keep getting hassled by everyone in the society to get married i have been fielding when are you getting married questions with smiles 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 everywhere i don't know why but somehow my relatives and sophia's relatives have decided that it is a question that needs to be asked every single time these years oh my god the moment everybody hears that i'm almost done with school or that i'm done with school the next question is always when are you getting married when are you getting married i don't know why they seem to think that that is the next big thing or that my life i sh- i don't have anything to do with my life next except getting married now i'm not saying getting married is not important of course it is of course it's completing half of your religion half of your teen but really people please give it a break give it a break because as Sophia shows us in her journey she meets different type of people there's imran that wants her to live with his with his parents and there's a hole in the wall oh, at first i didn't get it about the hole in the wall but she kept mentioning that hole in the wall but the book was so funny and then there are so many interesting characters and another thing i absolutely adored about the book is sophia's love for her religion i mean she is the only person in her household that wears the hijab and her mother is constantly constantly trying to get her to take it off in fact the mom goes as far as blaming the fact that she wears a headscarf as the fact that um as the reason why she isn't married yet which is just sad you know because her mom is the type of person that thinks that she has to exhibit herself in order in order for her to get married that's just sad alhamdulillah i don't have those type of parents but you know the when i get in my question is mountain pressure and i know that my mom would have a coronary if she if she heard that i was even thinking of reaching 30 years old without getting married but you know it's not that big of a deal i don't know why they make it such a big deal honestly so here's sophia dealing with bright new um, brand new career plans and trying to field her mother and her relatives requests for her to get married and one thing that you know really really struck with me is how reluctant she is even though she has a very very strong sense of duty and she wants to do right by her mother and father you know she's a very good daughter but 
she just hasn't met the person that you know is it for her and i love how in the end the moment she found him you know she just jumped the gun went right at it had the wedding you know i'm not going to give any spoilers i said i'm not going to give any spoilers so i'm not going to say who it was but all through the book you see her struggling with doubt when it was the wrong person but when it was the right person she just knew now i know i know i definitely know that real life is not magic and it's not fiction and it's not going to happen it may not necessarily happen that way for me but i kind of have a similar sort of intuition you know when i meet someone i just know you know there are people everybody has his own different type of vibe there are people that you 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 just vibe you just click and i wish society wouldn't pressure young women into just getting married for the sake of getting married because more often than not they end up with the wrong person and you know this is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with man like that is not a decision that needs to be rushed you you shouldn't rush that in any way and sadly that is i i believe that is one of the reasons why divorce is so much more rampant these days you you shouldn't just choose to settle because you're tired of getting asked when you're going to get married this is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with i think it's a very pretty big decision to make So yes, another lesson that Safiya shows us is the power of istikhara. Istikhara is a prayer that you pray before making a decision in Islam. Now, I'm not making this podcast religious, but I am a very well, you know, I hope I am. I like to think of myself as one. I am a person that is conscious about religion it's part of who i am even when i am talking with non-muslims i constantly intersperse my conversation with references to god and my religion so it's um a huge part of me it's also part of the reason why i love the book so much and again the book gives you a perspective into how real life muslims are how they're just like us they have you know their problems i'm talking like this is this part is for the non-muslims it gives you it gives you a sense that they're just people like you like me and they have their problems and they struggle with faith they're not these radicals that just think about oh hellfire heaven hellfire heaven no 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 that's not it and yeah a reason a question that Sophie has to battle a lot in her environment which is london and you know a scarfy as she calls them is a question on why does she believe in god and her answer is one that comforts me you know the idea of having a supreme being to rely on to believe in it's a very powerful one and i i think sophia is a very strong woman and i loved it you know despite the fact that she's 30 and um drumroll well i'm not going to answer how old i am but you know there's a huge age gap but i really relate with her it's beautiful it also shows you the magic of literature the magic of books and how people of different ages can relate to the same experiences despite the difference in culture the difference in age the difference in race 
it's beautiful honestly it's beautiful i keep trying to convert people and make them book lovers and they don't get it they don't know that i'm trying to introduce magic into their lives so they keep denying it and they keep turning down my offers of reading but really reading is magic so um sophia she she ends up meeting the person that she will spend the rest of her life with and that is so beautiful so funny enough in the book she's tasked with writing a book about muslim dating while the book itself that has the book that she is writing in is exactly that a book about muslim dating you know in this time and age it's really quite witty and very funny i loved the book and like every good book makes you laugh it makes you tear up a little and yeah it makes you feel and most important of all it absorbs you into a story i have a feeling that this book is one that i will be remembering as maybe a movie in my mind i don't know why but that tends to happen to me with books that are especially well written books that are you know stories that Uh, like or maybe chimamanda's books you know there are stories that when i read them sometimes when remembering i get confused was it a movie that i watched or was it a book that i read so yes sophia khan is not obliged this one of those books please and please and please read it read it for a good experience for a good ride you absolutely love it and you would definitely want to read the sequel because i have already started the sequel so thank you so much as always for listening to me and please and please comment tell me what you want to hear from me you know if you have any book suggestions from me apart from the ones that i mentioned throw it out there thank you so much guys i had fun as usual and fi amanillah